This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's 8.02 right now, and uh, Nick Sirianni, who is not on the line yet, is brought to you by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham at Doc's Irish Pub in Gilbertsville Friday. Uh, that's uh, Friday night. It's the next Bud Light Eagles pep rally win Eagles tickets, meet Eagles players, and win signed merchandise. Now, I'm, I, I got to wait. I can't. I was about to play a bit. Right. Uh, Howie Roseman's ro- voicemail. I will play it right after the coach comes on. It, that could have been extremely awkward. He may have enjoyed it. He may have enjoyed it, but something tells me he might not have. <laughs> uh, and uh, why take the risk? Ladies and gentlemen, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Hi, Nick. Hey, Angela. How you doing? Hey, Nick. Uh, last night, I'm not sure you were watching Monday Night Football, but I'm pretty sure by now you've heard what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, what's your reaction? What are, what are your thoughts this morning? Yeah, just, uh, man, it's yeah you uh it puts everything in perspective that you know you come you come uh back to work and you have a loss that you're really upset about and you're and you're and you're thinking about that and then something like that happens at night and just puts puts everything in perspective of how you know you know it's just this, these players put their bodies on the line and um you know I know we got some guys that that know him um and and you know first thought is obviously for the kid that he's okay um, and then you want to check on your guys that that know them, um, and then you start to think a lot of things go through your mind, right? And you think about uh, Josh Sweat and how fortunate he is that he was able to get up and um, you know and, and be okay. Um, so it, it's just it's tough to watch. I think my, my exact words to my you know is that I was just kind of in shock um, because you don't you don't see that very often and. Uh, you don't see that happen in this game very often, and uh, it's, just, it's a violent sport, as we know. Um, but you know, just you know, just uh, and I thought about everything as how how you would lead the team in that matter, and and everything. So I mean, just so many things go through your mind there. And uh, at the end of the day, I just hope and pray that that Demar's okay, and uh, that the people that are close to him are okay, and uh, and that that he'll he'll fight through this and and, and get up from this, and that. Uh, you know that, that, like I said, everybody that that knows him and loves him um, uh, can be comforted at this time. And, and Nick, it was especially haunting for Eagles fans because they had seen what happened to Josh on Sunday. And I'm just wondering, you know, I, I've had players have already called in today who have said that when you see that, it's difficult to resume playing. Is there a chance that Josh being injured the way he was had an effect on the way your team played Sunday? You know, um, obviously, anything like that's going to affect you. Um, what one? You know, when when Josh, you know, we won't ever use that as an excuse though. But when Josh was um, was on the field, you know, you know, Josh was 
he was itching to get up, you know, he, he, you know, he was, you know, but they have to, our doctors and our, our medical team have to go through the right precautions. Um, you know, one, one thing that was cool to see on the field is that, you know, Josh was, was laying flat down on his face and Fletch was kind of talk, Fletch was talking to him like, you okay, Josh. And Josh was, and him were laughing back and forth. And, and so I, I think for myself and for some of those guys that were out there, we're able to see, you know, Josh moving a little bit and, and Josh, joking around and talking to Fletch, that, that was comforting to, to us. And, and uh, we were obviously able to relay that to the rest of our team. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that that affected us in a sense that, of how we played. And, you know, we, we did that on our own. Well, that's, I guess, the next thing, Nick. We're all trying to understand the team's worst performance of the season in a game that meant so much, not just in the standings, but draft positioning and all that. How do you, I mean, you got a couple of days now since it happened. How do you explain it? Yeah, I would say it's our, our worst offensive uh, performance. I thought the special teams uh, did a lot of good things. I thought the defense played what, a very good game, um, and I think it was our worst offensive performance. And 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 so, but this is a team game, and so you know it's you know when it, when one unit is down, we we all are down. And so, you know, we didn't coach good enough on offense. Uh, we didn't put the guys in position to make enough plays, and and we didn't and we didn't execute. It's always going to come down to that. And, uh, you know, it's always, but you always got to look at yourself in the mirror first. Obviously, there's going to be calls that we want back. There's going to be little certain situations. Man, I should have put Devontae on the outside edge of the numbers instead of the inside edge of the numbers. I mean, it's a good, it's a good process to be able to drag your, you don't want to have to drag yourself through the mud, but drag yourself through the mud, uh, get dirty with it, get, you know, beat yourself up about it because that's how you get better from it, but then move on. Um, move on and have that dog mentality from it, but there was there was just a lot of things that that went wrong right with that. And again, I felt like it started with with us as coaches not putting them in the right spots, um, and then we had some uncharacteristic things that we that we did in that game. Well, I want to challenge the the uh, good performance you said the defense uh, defense had in a second. Of course, Nick. of course you do. But but <laughs> but Nick, I want to start with uh, uh, what happened on offense. Four three and outs to start a game. The, you guys had been. The script against the Giants in that beautiful first drive when you faced them before. Mm-hmm. Nick, how does it go from that to four three and outs in a row? Is yeah, it because Jalen's not there? What do you think it is? No, I, I, you know, obviously, anytime you're missing one of your best players, that that you know, and with him and Lane, I mean, that of course, I mean, they're their best players at their position in the NFL for a reason, and um, that that's always that's always uh, uh, that has some effect, but that doesn't that doesn't mean we went, you know, that it's. That's what, which you know, that you have four, three and outs. Like that was um, really bad uh, on our part. Like we, you know, you're behind the sticks, and and that's one of the worst things you can do. I think on on three of those, like one of them, we had them at, at third and two. Actually, I'm sorry, we had a third and two and a third and three, and we didn't convert on those, and and we have been converting on those. So, but then the other two were third and forever, right? And so when you don't win on first and second down. Um, you know, you know that it's really hard to convert on third and uh, third and forever. And so we were really bad on third down of, of keeping drives alive. Um, two of them because you know, two of them we lost because you know we were so bad on first and second down. And two of them lo- we lost, you know, with with uh, you know, I, I I didn't love the design of the play on the third and two for you know that I, like that was the one I was talking put Devonte on the outside edge as opposed to the inside edge. Um, you know, but on the other one they just covered it well, but. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean that that's where, you know, that not not converting on third down whether because you couldn't or because, you know, because it was too long or just because of some execution or coaching things. Hey Nick, all that having been said, you got a shot here in the fourth quarter and you got a fourth and one around midfield and uh the quarterback sneak. I know now you've gotten a chance to really look at it. Any second thoughts on making that call in that spot? You know, obviously, anytime it doesn't work the way you want it to work, you're always going to, you got to drag yourself through the mud. I can't say that enough. Like, you got to, you got to just beat yourself up and think about everything you could have done better um, to, um, to help your team win. And we all got to do that. And that's, that's the signs of, of, of a good team when you're, when you are all, when you all are doing that. Um, you know, I had conviction in the call and, and, and again, it wasn't, it wasn't blind faith. Like we've been really good at that call, and we're and we're good at that call because of Jason Kelsey, because of Landon Dickerson, because of of Isaac, um, and it just didn't work on this particular one. Had I had I need to do that that call again in that same scenario, um, I would do it. I'd do it again. I, I'm not convicted in the call. It didn't work out. Uh, but those are things I gotta I gotta live with as the head coach, and I understand. I understand there that uh, when it works. It works, and when it doesn't, it's it's going to be on me, and that's that's part of my job. And uh, um, but I, I believe in the guys, and I believe uh, I believed in the call. Hey Nick, in most games, Miles Sanders averages over five yards a carry. He had twelve carries. He averaged five point one. Only got twenty two snaps, the lowest number this season. Can you explain what was going on with Miles? Yeah, with Miles, you know, we we uh, you know he was he was he was in the brace. Um, that now he was healthy enough to go, but we were the plan was to to his workload not to be quite as much, you know, just because of his situation that he was in. Um, and so there was a little bit more of shared uh, responsibilities in that game, partly because of that, and partly because we had two long, we had two two minute drives, a couple two minute drives, and then two minute drives. Kenny Gainwell's our back in that particular case. Um, as far as you know, some of the carries early on. Obviously, when you get when you get behind the sticks, it's tough. Right? We we passed the first play of the game, right? And uh, I'll keep the reasons why we passed the first play of the game here. But we're always going to have a reason of why we do things um, based off of what the defense is doing. Um, we put ourselves in second and long, and in second and long, you want to try to get yourself to a manageable third down. And and sometimes it's a run play, and sometimes it's not. And that was in that particular case, it was not. Um, and and that's kind of how the, a couple of those drives went in the first half. Uh, you know, the second drive we came out, handed him the ball uh, two times, and then the third time with an option to hand him the ball. Um, and you know, you know, so it was just a little bit how the game was played, um, a little bit uh, just uh, with his, you know with him uh, not being uh, he was full strength, but he just we just needed to be we just needed to be careful on some things with him, um, just with with how he was feeling. That makes sense. On defense, Nick, I realize they held the team to 13 points. That's always a, a more than acceptable number. But 37 minutes time of possession, 20 for 24 by the passes, again, often into a soft zone. Um, are those numbers okay for you? Do they concern you that other teams seem to be better now at controlling the ball against your defense? Yeah, sure. That, that's a good question, Angelo. I think the, the best way to explain the time of possession is our lack of uh, possessing the football on offense. Now, that first drive, there's a lot that goes into that first drive. They they gave us their best punch there on offense. They really did, and then our defense buttoned up the rest of the game. And now to have a nine-minute drive, that's that's a long drive to start the game off, and that contributes to that that uh, off-whack um, uh, time of possession. But 
were, but it's the three and outs that really, really contribute to that. Um, and a tribute to them too. They went for it on fourth and I don't know, was it five around around midfield, somewhere around midfield there? Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and and they got it. So you know, again, you know, you'd want to get off the field on on third down. Um, you know, in that game, early in that game, but they did a good job of keeping it. Unlike what we did, they did a good job of keeping it at third and manageable, or going for it on fourth down. Um, and like, like I said, after that, I just thought the defense played outstanding, uh, getting after the quarterback. As far as your question on the, um, you know, the completions, uh, you know, when a guy's holding the football and getting sacked seven times, like of course we have great rushers, and there's sometimes that those rushers go through the line of scrimmage. Like, did anyone even block those guys there? But then there's sometimes it's, it's a team game, and there's sometimes where there's nowhere for the ball to get out. So in my opinion. I, I count sacks like that where I see it, you know, I see those as, as incompletions too. In fact, they're a little worse than incompletions in the sense that they lost yards and it didn't just go back to the original spot. And so, um, you know, I, I, I didn't think they, I just thought our defense, I thought our defense played an outstanding game, um, you know, with the exception of that first drive, but they get paid too. And, uh, you know, they, they did a good job on that first drive. I always got to give them credit as well. Uh, but, um, I think the defense. I def- think the defense played a good game. All right, Nick. Two other quick ones. One is uh, now that this Giants game is so important, will that have any bearing on whether or not you play Jalen Hurts on Sunday? You know, it, it, and it goes just goes back to, to Jalen being healthy enough to play. Right? It's not uh, every game's big. I mean, shoot, the last two games were were big too. Um, and but Jalen wasn't quite there yet to be ready to play. If Jalen's ready to play health wise. Um, then we'll play them. And, you know, and I, and I think yesterday, especially seeing yesterday and DeMar and everything like that, like we, we got to think of our player safety first and foremost every single time. And, and regardless of the circumstances of, you know, this is a must win or, you know, this, this has to happen here, like that, is, that, will, that will always, always be my first uh, requirement is if the player is healthy enough to play and we don't put him at risk to, to put his body in danger um, just because we want to, because we perceive it as a must win. Uh, these guys will play through anything if we allowed them to. Um, and I know Jalen, you know, I know Sweat's already, I talked to Sweat yesterday, he wants to play in this game. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, this guy, these guys are awesome. I love these guys. And, but, you know, it, I, we're not, I'm not the expert. They're not the expert. We have to listen to the experts, and we have to always do what's best for our guys um, as far as their health, and that will never, ever change here uh, any team I ever coach. That's very cool about Sweat. Uh, I'm just curious. <laughs> the last thing, I think this is a fan question here, Nick. How worried are you that you're not playing the best football as the games now become so essential? Yeah, you know, obviously these last two games have been, um, you know, have been, uh, you want you want the parts of those games back, obviously, right? Uh and, and on different sides, right? I think the special teams have been playing good for the last month and a half or so. So they're they're on the rise. I think you know the defense, um, you know, have have some game. You, you have some dips, and you always want to have that. I mean, I know you can't see me because we're on radio, but I'm 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 doing that steady rise with my hand. You always want to have that steady rise, but also understanding that there's going to be dips as long as you get back on that rise. And and all we can do is. We really believe in our process of the way we go about our business. It's not just, it's not just talk. Like we are going to go back to what we're going to drag ourselves through the freaking mud and get in and say to ourselves, "This is what we messed up. 
we are going to we're going to we're going to do our best to fix that. We're going to practice hard. We're going to walk through hard. We're going to meet hard, um, and and we're going to get back on that trajectory of of going of going upwards as a team. Right again, like there's like, like you said, like there's been there's been dips on sides of the ball. Again, I think the special teams has been in a steady rise. Um, I think the defense has been on a rise. They have a little dip and then they go back up. I think the offense has been on a rise, have a little dip, and now we're gonna and we're gonna keep going back up. And the way you keep going back up is about your process. And it, and and I know to the outside world, right, is it's always about results. It's always about results. But if your process is right, right, the results will take care of themselves. They didn't these last two weeks, but we know that we we will continue to get better as long as we're going about our work. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, you know, Saturday until we play on Sunday. Nick, please win on Sunday. We really want you to win. Please. <laughs> All right, Angela. We'll, we'll do our best. You know that. We'll go out there and we'll uh, – I can't wait to see our fans out there supporting us. And, um, you know, we're, we'll, we'll go out there and fight. I know that. Thanks, Nick. Good luck. Right, Angela. Thanks. Uh, Nick Sirianni. Uh, interesting insights into what's going on with his team. How about Sweat? Sweat is in the hospital, and now he wants to play the next Sunday. God bless him. As a gamer. 215-592-9494. Lots of your phone calls when we return. WIP Sports Time 818.